A pleasant good morning to you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. These devotions are brought to you by the Anglican Diocese of the Bahamas and the Turks and Caicos Islands. My name is Astaire Dean, a second-year seminarian from the Church of the Ascension located on the tranquil shores of Lucaya, Grand Bahama. Let us pray. O God, by the leading of a star, you manifested your only Son to the peoples of the earth. Lead us, who know you now by faith, to your presence, where we may see your glory face to face. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the Word of God, written in Paul's letter to the Hebrews, chapter 2 beginning at verse 1. Therefore we must pay greater attention to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away from it. For if the message declared through angels was valid, and every transgression or disobedience received a just penalty, how can we escape it if we neglect so great a salvation? It was declared at first through the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard him, while God added his testimony by signs and wonders and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit, distributed according to his will. Now God did not subject the coming world about which we are speaking to angels, but someone has testified somewhere, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, or mortals that you care for them? You have made them for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned them with glory and honor, subjecting all things under their feet. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Therefore, we must pay greater attention to what we have heard so that we do not drift away from it. For if the message declared through the angels was valid, and every transgression or disobedience received a just penalty, how can we escape it if we neglect so great a salvation? Words from the first, second, and third verse of the second chapter of Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Here we find St. Paul arguing from the less to the greater as he illustrates two distinct revelations. One was the revelation of the law which came by the medium of the angels, which is to save the Ten Commandments. Now any breach of that law was followed by just and strict punishment. The other was the revelation which came through the medium of Jesus Christ the Son. Now because it came through the Son, it was infinitely greater than the revelation of God's truth brought by the angels, and therefore any transgression or disobedience of it must be followed by a far more terrible punishment. If people cannot ignore the revelation which came through the angels, how much less can they ignore the revelation which came through the Son? In the first verse, there may be an even more vivid picture than there is in the translation we have used today. The key words from the Greek translation of the text, prosekin, which is made up of two root words, prose and echo, 
simply means to hold the mind towards. However, in this particular text, we have taken it to mean to pay attention or to take heed. The second word from the Greek translation pararin, although being one of many meaning, links with the former as something that has carelessly or thoughtlessly been allowed to become lost. For those that enjoy going on a carnival or Royal Caribbean cruise, or even the avid fishermen among us, I draw your attention to these two words in a nautical sense. The former can mean to moor a ship, and the latter can be used of a ship which has carelessly been allowed to slip past the harbour or haven because the captain has forgotten to allow for the wind or the current or the tide. So, if we were apply this text to our lives, it should sound a little like this. Therefore, we must the more eagerly anchor our lives to the things that we have been taught, in case the ship of life should drift past the harbour and be wrecked. Yes, friends, here we find the vivid picture of a ship drifting into destruction because the captain has fallen asleep. For most of us, the threat of life is not so much that we should plunge into disaster, but that we should drift into sin. There are few people who deliberately and in a moment turn their backs on God. There are many who day by day drift further and further away from Him. There are many people who almost imperceptibly involve themselves in some situation and suddenly awake to find that they have ruined life for themselves or for someone else. The reality here for us today is that we must continually be on alert against the peril of drifting away in life. Conveniently for us, St. Paul characterizes under two headings the sin for which the law brings its punishment. He calls them transgression and disobedience. Here we find another interesting dual translation from the Greek text. The first of these is the word parabasis, which literally means the stepping across of a line. There is a fine line drawn both by knowledge and conscience, and to step across it is sin. The second of these two words is parakoi, which means the beginning of imperfect hearing as, for instance, of someone who is deaf. Then it goes on to meaning careless hearing, the kind which, through inattention, either misunderstands or fails to catch what has been said. Finally, it ends by meaning the unwillingness to hear and therefore disobedience to the voice of God. This is the deliberate shutting of the ears to the commands and warnings and invitations of God. Paul ends this illustration by stating three ways in which the Christian revelation is unique. Firstly, it is unique in its origin as it came direct from Jesus himself. It does not consist of guessing and feeling our way towards God, but it is the very voice of God himself which comes to us in Jesus Christ. Secondly, it is unique in its effectiveness. It produced signs and wonders and deeds of power of many kind. A theologian by the name of James Denny posits that 
The ultimate objective of Christianity is to make bad people good, and the proof of that Christianity is the fact that it can change the lives of individuals. The moral miracles of Christianity are still plain for all to see if we would simply just open our eyes. Thirdly, and lastly, it is unique in its transmission as it came to the Hebrews from those who heard it from the lips of Jesus themselves. The person who can pass on the Christian truth to others is one who knows Christ other than at second hand. In our very own country, we hear so often from self-acclaimed uncommissioned prophets that God told them to say this or God told them to say that, and they even go as far as narrating that they had a vision or a dream. This is a perfect case of the blind leading the blind, and whether we like it or not, it contributes to so many underlying issues within our current societal norm. In today's world, friends, we ought to be very careful and ensure that our ears and hearts are tuned into the proper frequency which allows us to authentically discern the voice of God for ourselves. In 2024, we must do away with false prophets and false prophecy. In 2024, we must condition our hearing in such a way that when the voice of God is revealed to us in a unique way, we are ready and willing to listen in obedience. Our reality this morning, friends, is that we can never ever teach what we do not know and it is only when we know him for ourselves that we can begin to teach others of him. Let us pray. May the strength of God pilot us. May the power of God preserve us. May the wisdom of God instruct us. May the hand of God protect us. May the way of God direct us. May the shield of God defend us. May the host of God guard us against the snares of evil and the temptations of the world. May Christ be with us, Christ before us, Christ in us, Christ over us. May your salvation, O Lord, be always ours this day and forevermore. Amen. I thank you for taking just a little while to tune into this morning's devotion. Please share this message with family, friends and loved ones and may you have a blessed and productive day. Breathe, Lord,